it wouldn't be a podcast or presentation by you if I, I didn't get my mind blown at least once, usually multiple times. Welcome to Abundant Universe, your go-to podcast for becoming your wisest, most empowered, abundant, aligned, and embodied self through quantum healing, self-mastery, mindful manifestation, and conscious creation. Here we talk about your self-concept, subconscious beliefs, science, manifestation, spirituality, mysticism, magic, remembering and embodying who you really are, and all things esoteric. I'm your friendly neighborhood self-mastery and mindful manifestation mentor, quantum healer, spiritual activator, and host L. Brandlin. And this week's episode is all about the seven hermetic principles. So we are diving into the deep end of esoterica with this one, because understanding them will empower you to literally master your reality. So kick back, get comfy, and stick around until the end to learn about all seven spiritual laws that govern the universe so you can start playing the game of life instead of getting played by it. And please subscribe to the show wherever you're listening right now, rate and review it to help us reach more people who are ready to master themselves and their realities, and maybe even share it with someone that you know is into this deep esoteric shit. So like I said, today we're talking about the seven hermetic principles from the book, The Kabbalion, which encompasses the teachings of Hermes Trismegistus. Yeah, I said it. I actually said it. I'm very proud of myself because I am tongue-tied. Um, but he was known for discovering alchemy and being the father of astrology. So, like, no big deal, right? Like. Anyway, he is kind of a big deal. But these principles are the spiritual laws that actually govern our universe and how it operates. So in this episode, I'm going to give you a brief explanation of each principle because I want you to really, really start understanding how everything works if you don't already so that you can make it work for you and not against you. And to that end, I'll be digging a little deeper into each of the seven principles over the next seven weeks on YouTube, um, just to make this all a little bit more digestible. So if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel yet, hit up the show notes and head on over there because it's free. Um, so without further ado, let's dive in. The principles of truth are seven. He who knows these understandingly possesses the magic key before whose touch all the doors of the temple fly open, the Kabbalion. So these are some pretty deeply esoteric teachings, and I am not claiming to be an expert on them right now, but I do understand them better than most of the people I know. So I'm going to give it to you from my current level of understanding. But if anyone listening has a greater degree of understanding than I do, I would love to have you on the podcast. So holler. 
But basically, these are ancient teachings that were kept among only a select few initiates at a time, not because the mystics and occultists of the past were greedy and didn't want other people to know how the universe works so they could consciously create their own realities too, but so that they could avoid persecution, straight up. The world at large was not ready for this stuff, and I'm just going to say this, the ruling class never wants this type of information to get to the public because they, they couldn't control the masses anymore if everyone knew and understood this, right? But I believe the world is awakening more quickly now more than ever in the past, and more people are more receptive to these kinds of esoteric teachings than ever before. So the first universal spiritual law is the principle of mentalism. So to quote the Kabbalion, the all is mind, the universe is mental. So the all is the substantial reality underlying all the 3D manifestations that we know as the material universe. So basically, everything that is apparent to our material senses, we can touch it, taste it, hear it, smell it, see it, feel it, all that good stuff. This substantial reality that we can't sense with our material senses is spirit, which in itself is unknowable and undefinable, but may be considered and thought of as a universal, infinite, living mind. Essentially, our universe is simply a mental creation of the all and is subject to the laws of created things. Or in other words, we're just all living in the Godhead. But this principle explains mental and psychic phenomena and or why we all have the power to connect to infinite intelligence within us. It also explains the true nature of energy and power and matter and why and how all of these are subordinate to the mastery of mind. So in other words, how you can control energy, matter, and power through your thoughts, right? And we'll close out this section with another quote from the Kabbalion, because I think it's really important. He who grasps the truth of the mental nature of the universe is well advanced on the path to mastery. So next we have the principle of correspondence. As above, so below. As below, so above. Holler if you're familiar with this one and you're listening live in the Abundant Universe community right now, please. I would love to know. I feel like most people have heard that. And if you're listening on a podcast platform, first of all, thank you. You rock. Please tell your friends. And second of all, come join the free community so you can be a part of the show too, because I always do a Q&A at the end just for the community. And we have a lot of fun in there. So holler at me. Um, link is in the show notes and I will see you inside. But anyway, this principle states that there is a correspondence between laws and phenomena on the various planes of existence or dimensions. So 
whatever is happening on the spiritual plane above is also happening on the material plane below and vice versa. The ancient hermetists regarded this as one of the most important mental tools that can be used to reveal and better understand the higher planes or dimensions of existence. This principle allows us to reason intelligently from the known to the unknown, because whatever's happening down here is also happening out there, to put it in really simple terms. and. Next, we have the principle of vibration, which states that nothing rests, everything moves, everything vibrates. Now, you're probably thinking that a lot of this is familiar in a lot of ways, and a lot of it sounds like science, and there's a really good reason for that. Modern science actually endorses and verifies this one, but this spiritual law was discovered by the masters of ancient Egypt thousands of years ago. It explains that the variations between different manifestations of matter, energy, mind, and even spirit are because of varying rates of vibration. So the higher the vibration, the higher the plane, dimension, density, you get the picture. This means the vibration of spirit is at such an infinite rate of intensity and speed that it seems at rest, similar to how a, a rapidly moving wheel appears to be motionless. And at the other end of the spectrum, there are forms of matter whose vibrations are so low that they also seem to be at rest. And in between these two poles lies infinite varying degrees of vibration. Everything is in a state of vibration and motion from atoms and molecules to worlds and universes to you and me. And this law holds true for all of the planes, but the state of the mental plane is particularly dependent upon vibration. So if you can learn to control your mental vibration, you will master this principle and bring your manifestations into fruition faster. And if you want my help with that, just holler. You know where to find me. And um, I will leave this principle with this quote from the Kabbalion. He who understands the principle of vibration has grasped the scepter of power. And next we have the principle of polarity, which states that everything is dual. Everything has poles. Everything has its pair of opposites. Like and unlike are the same. Opposites are identical in nature, but different in degree. Extremes meet. All truths are but half-truths. All paradoxes may be reconciled. So that one's a bit of a mouthful. Um, but basically, this principle explains that opposites are really just the two extremes of the same thing with infinite varying degrees between them. Sound familiar? It should because we just talked about this with the principle of vibration. 
So hot and cold are both varying degrees on the opposite ends of the heat spectrum. And something can be so hot that it actually feels freezing cold and vice versa because extreme meat. Light and darkness are also two extremes of the same thing as are large and small, hard and soft, high and low, positive and negative, and so on. The same principle operates on the mental plane. So for example, love and hate are two mental states that feel very different, but there are varying degrees of each and there's a midpoint where you can find things like like and dislike, right? Um, it's also why there's that saying that there's a thin line between love and hate because extremes always meet. It is possible though to change the vibrations of hate to the vibrations of love within your own mind. And it is possible to transmute evil into good as they are just polar opposites of the same thing. So understanding this principle can help you change your own polarity if you're willing to do the work. And when you change your polarity, your vibration automatically changes too. So again, holler if you want my help with all of this. And let's move on to the principle of rhythm which states that everything flows out and in. Everything has its tides. All things rise and fall. The pendulum swing manifests in everything. The measure of the swing to the right is the measure of the swing to the left. Rhythm compensates. And we all know this, right? Everything ebbs and flows and rises and falls between two poles that exist. And for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. I know you've heard that somewhere before as well. And this principle helps us understand why surrender is so important, but also why it's important to know how to find your center, no matter where you are on the pendulum swing. Does that make sense? Let me know in the chat if you're here live and stick around for the Q&A at the end if you have any questions about these principles. But this law can be seen in the creation and destruction of worlds, in the rise and fall of nations, uh, in the life of all things. And finally, our own mental states as well, right? So you can find these everywhere in nature, including within you. And next we have the principle of cause and effect, which is every cause has its effect. Every effect has its cause. Everything happens according to law. Chance is but a name for law not recognized. There are many planes of causation, but nothing escapes law. Basically, nothing just happens, and there's no such thing as chance, luck, coincidence, etc. The higher planes of cause and effect dominate the lower ones, and when you understand this, you can become the cause instead of the effect. 
Let me say that again. You can become the cause instead of the effect. But when you don't understand this principle, you allow yourself to be carried away by suggestion, the will of other people, and other outward causes, in essence, allowing yourself to become an effect. Learn to use this principle instead of being its tool, and you can play the game of life instead of being played by it, just sort of unwittingly moving around the board due to your environment, what other people are doing, you know, your heredity, etc. You are now the player instead of the piece or the pawn, if you will. And finally, we have the principle of gender. Now, bear with me for a second, but this principle states that gender is in everything. Everything has its masculine and feminine principles. Gender manifests on all planes. Now, to be clear, we are not talking about the human construct of gender here. We're talking about feminine and masculine energies. And whether we identify as feminine, masculine, fluid, non-binary, etc., we all have feminine and masculine energy. And learning to work with both of them makes your life a whole hell of a lot easier. So um, some people will say balance. Some people will say harmony. I think that for me, finding a harmony is what works. And I don't necessarily think it's the same for everyone. For some people, um, being very balanced is what it is. And for others, it's harmony. Um, and I am, like, I am pretty balanced, too. I've, I'm That's definitely a thing. But there are times when one is more dominant than the other. And so that's when I refer to harmony. So let me know if that makes sense. But, you know, sometimes we have to be more in our masculine, like building and doing energy. And other times we have to be in our feminine receiving energy and learning when you need to be in which one creates the synchronicity that looks like luck to people who don't know about this stuff. So those are the seven hermetic principles that govern the way our universe works and responds to us. Um, if you're here live, we will dive into the Q&A portion in just a minute. So hang out with me a little bit longer. If you're not here live and you wish you were, all you have to do is join the free community and the link is in the show notes. If you want to join as a patron to get all kinds of access to content, um, live events, discounts for things like super deep ones, um, just all kinds of content that other people don't get. Uh, you can find that in the show notes as well. And if you want my help remembering who the fuck you really are, how powerful you are, and what you came here to do, check the show notes for ways to work with me right now, because frankly, my life and business are changing rapidly, and I don't know how much longer I'll be taking on private clients. So holler at me if you have any questions, and my contact info is also in the show notes. Remember, you deserve to live the abundant, magical life your soul came here to live, and I believe in you, so you should too. Much love.